Are you on a quest to rediscover who you really are? To peel away the layers of expectation and step into your authentic self? Do you ever wonder who you really are in this season of life? Wouldn't it be great to peel away the layers of expectation that others put on us of who we are and who they think we should be and step into your authentic self? Awaken, a journey to finding you is right here waiting. And you're invited to join me on this transformative journey, handcrafted by an award-winning therapist in personal growth and transformation, me, Amy Wine. Awaken guides you into a journey of self-discovery, connecting you deeply with your core identity. Don't miss your chance to be part of a journey that promises to redefine your life. Sign up for the waitlist now and be the first to know when the doors open. Your path to awakening starts here. So join the Awaken Me waitlist today and get ready to discover the true you with direct coaching straight from me. I got you. Let's go. Get ready to believe that you can have it all, a balanced life, a dreamy marriage, and a successful business. My name is Amy Wan, and I am a wife, a mom, marriage therapist, high-performance business coach, and believer in keeping it real. Real life, real relationships, real people. I teach you my proven and time-tested strategies that are sure to help you, your relationships, and your business thrive. Each episode, I am going to meet you right where you are so I can give you proven and time-tested strategies that you need to build an immensely fruitful life. This is real life, raw, sometimes ugly, other times wonderful and fun. I can't promise you this work is easy, but I can tell you from experience, it is totally worth it. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey guys, it's Amy here. How are you? Today's going to be a little more of a little mini itty bitty workshop that I want you to do. So get out a pen and a piece of paper. All right, I'm going to wait for just a second and we're going to do that. So I talked to you about last week, we talked about who you have to be and who you have to believe to meet goals and resolutions, right? Because we just set them and we have great intentions and we have the motivation, but then Second, third week of January, definitely by February 1st, we're like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm good. I'm all good. But let's not let 2021 be the year it all falls apart again. Let's not let 2021 be the year that we say no to ourselves again, right? We're going to dive deeper. This is just a mini micro lesson. So you've ever heard of getting your word of the year? I used to kind of think that was nonsense or silly or it didn't really serve a purpose or like, why would I waste my time doing that? But I have to tell you, last year's word for me was learn. I had someone challenge me to actually do it and I'm competitive. So I took the challenge. Last year's word was learn. I learned how to do videos. I learned how to do online marketing. I learned about webinars and Facebook pixels. And I learned about courses and I knew none of it, like nothing. And one year later, massive change because I was very intentional about making sure that I was working towards that word all year. 
So I'm going to give you my word of the year and I want you guys to think of one. And sometimes when you think of one, it's the first one you think of. Like for me this year and last year, it was like, what's my word of the year? What do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish the most? It was there, right? So don't overthink it. Just go with one. You can change it. Come on. There's no harm in that. Okay. So you ready for my word? My word is serve in 2021. That's what I want to do is serve. So I've learned most of the things I need to know. There's so many things though you got to learn to be able to take what I do during the day in counseling very successfully and put it online and try to help more. Why am I doing it? Why did I take a year to learn? Because I can't get everybody into my counseling center one-on-one with me. I have a waiting list and I have a goal to serve 100,000 people in three years. There's no way. There's not enough hours in the day to do that. And I want to be able to help people that can't afford to come to my office. They don't live near me or they don't have access to that. And there's so many people out there that I know can live the life that they love where they're not surviving, but they're just thriving if they just are given the tools because we're not taught this stuff, right? I had to learn it too. So this year I gone from learning to serving. I am going to serve, serve, serve my heart out in 2021. But like last week, I talked about taking it beyond the goal, beyond the resolution and going deeper. Oh, we're going to do that right now. I'm going to tell you what I did. I'm going to walk you through my process so that you can do your own. So you'll get your word, write it at the top of your page. Now, this video is going to be a little wonky because I'm going to actually write on the paper and we're going to try to put it over here in the view, right? Okay, so you know my word is serve. But what does that mean? Who do I want to serve, right? And maybe your word is just personal for you. So mine has different parts. And maybe your part, yours has different parts too. If it's just you, that's okay. I want to serve my family. I want to serve my teams here at Amy Wine Counseling Center and Marriage Sparks and Amy Wine and Company. I want to serve all those teams. I want to serve my clients, you, well, but I also want to serve myself because I always put myself last and I have learned that is doing not anybody any good. So I have four areas where I want to serve. Yeah. We all knew that I was an overachiever, right? So we've got family. That's mostly my husband and my children, teams, clients, and myself, right? So how can I serve them best? right? But before I got to the how, I had to ask myself, who do I have to be to be a person that serves my family, my teams, my clients, and myself well? Who do I want to serve? Who am I serving, right? And who do I have to be to serve them? Well, you got those two questions down? Who are you serving and who do you have to be to serve them well? And if serve isn't your word, that's fine. Who do you have to be to learn well, right? 
I had to show up. I had to take hundreds and hundreds of hours of courses. I had to have the budget to do that. I needed to go and find the experts in the field because I wasn't wasting time, y'all. I went straight to the top because if I wasted time, that means I'm never going to get to, and I learned just from people that barely know it instead of the people that have already done it. That means I'm not going to ever get here to my serving. So I knew that was a path. I did not know that was my word. I think somewhere deep in I did, but when I asked this the other day, it just logically came. Okay, who are you serving and who do you have to serve? And it's okay if you're just serving you, all right? So here's the thing next. I thought, okay, I got all that, but who do I have to be? And in what areas? What type of person am I? So then I kind of went to values. Like, I know my core values very well. We have core values at the counseling center, right? Integrity, 100% honest, 100% of the time. Lifelong learners. There's eight of them that they, they go on. But I have my personal values too. They're kind of one and the same. I am a lifelong learner. I do value loyalty, integrity, all these things. But if I'm going to serve people, what are the things that I needed to do? And I want you to keep them anywhere between two to five. Don't go over five, right? I have five, but I have five things that I really want to focus on that come underneath a serving family team clients myself, right? So then who do I have to be? So here's my thing. I have to be someone who's healthy, right? Someone who's healthy. I have to be someone who's living in harmony, finding joy, right? I have to be someone who is present, who is having their presence known, right? I have to show up for everyone, including me. I also have to be someone who's growing. And most of all, I have to be a leader. So who do I have to be to serve these people well? I have to be a healthy person. I have to be someone in harmony. I have to be a present growth and I have to be a leader. So ask yourself those, who do you have to be? But don't get more than one to five. And if one is all you have, start with one. Don't make this as hard as I seem to be making it. For me, this is flowing in alignment. Last year, it was one thing at a time, baby. Like one thing. So then what did I do with this? I took all of those words and I put it like this. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Self, right? So health. What does that mean to me? Right? What does that mean to me? That means I need to be physically, emotionally, right? Positive, more often than I'm negative. I am working on soul work this year. I am working on my soul because I am not the same person I was a year ago. Not at all. I need to get physically healthy to be able to serve you well. I know that I struggle with food. I know that I struggle to exercise. But if I want to reach my goals, because see, I have goals underneath all of these, I have to be physically healthy, right? If I'm going to serve 100,000 people, I've got to have the energy to do it. 
And if I don't have the energy to do it because I'm not physically or emotionally healthy, I'm never going to meet it. So that's somebody I have to be. What about harmony? Okay. For me, that's peace, calm, joy. I am trying to bring those things into my life. That also goes into the soul work, right? Like, what do I have to do to bring these things in my life? Okay. And then how about presence? This is for me. Remember, we're talking about self. So the presence, showing up like I am today. I have to be available. So have availability. I have to have flexibility, especially with my crazy schedule, right? I have to show up in my relationships. I have to have presence in my relationships, even my relationship to myself. I have to show up for me and be present with me instead of ignoring all of my needs, wants, and desires and putting them last after everybody else, okay? Then we have growth. That's learning. I will still be learning, I promise you, throughout this whole year. I am going to be learning online business. I'm going to be learning business leadership. I need to grow myself in my knowledge and in my brain. I need to grow with Jesus. So I will be intentionally doing morning with Jesus which I've been doing for about nine months. It's been fantastic every day. I rarely, rarely miss a day, but that's the first time I've shown up for myself. I'm usually good for two or three weeks and then it goes away. Why? But now I'm showing up with Jesus to give me peace, calm, joy, and for the soul work and for my emotionalness and for my positivity. You see how that's all coming back for me? So while this may seem a lot, a lot of them all tie together. And then what about leadership? I have to build relationships. I have to build relationships with you. I have to build relationships with my team. I have to build a relationship with myself, with my husband, with my children. But my leadership to self is building that relationship with me. But for me to be happy, it means I build them everywhere, right? I will get coaching. I too have a one-on-one business coach. I too have a one-on-one online business coach. And then I have a coach that's just for me and a counselor. I have put in the time to make sure that I am meeting all of these for those people that I'm going to serve. Okay. Because you can't do that from a not healthy place. You can't because it's not fair to them. And then on the leadership, I want to show up with authenticity. I want to be authentic, real relationships, real people, real life. That is my motto. And to do that, I have to be authentic with you. That also means I have to be vulnerable. I have to share things. I really don't want you to know the nastiness of my life because it can get crazy too. Good thing I'm really good with everybody else's problems, but I'm being intentional about mine. So I can come and serve from a healthy place. And then the last one is in leadership. I've got to be present. I can avoid, comes back up. 
I can avoid being present in my own life like no tomorrow. I, I can. I can ignore, evade, avoid, hope for a better tomorrow. But I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to show up even when it's hard. And for those of you that have been with me for a while, you know, for many of us, 2020 was hard. And 2020 for me was exceptionally hard. And it started not with COVID, but on April 20th. And it's not my story to tell. So I'm unable or I would, but somebody very close to me has a mental illness and it's a pretty severe one and it's heartbreaking. And they had a breakdown, had to be hospitalized twice. This went on for me. I was actually not working for four months. I put the online business on hold. Counseling center runs itself. I have a wonderful director of operations. They did fantastic. I couldn't serve my clients. I couldn't do anything except for help this person. In that, my husband lost his job of 30 years um, in May. My mother-in-law got very sick in July. He was, my husband was gone for six weeks while I had to do other things with this other person. He, she's very ill, is the only living relative, and she passed away in August. And then the hits just kept coming smaller and smaller and larger and larger. It's just one thing after another. And it shut me down. But now I'm refusing to be shut down. And this is why I'm doing soul work. And I say, I'm not the same person I was a year ago. I don't even think I'm the same person I was before April 20th. But I also know that God has a plan and lessons for me through all of this. And it has to do with serving. So as much as I've hated it, As much as I've hated the fact that my husband's best friend died two weeks ago, unexpectedly, as much as I've hated that my daughter had her gallbladder removed two days ago, or that last week, my old dog that I saved from a trash can had to have an eye removed, or the fact that a good friend of mine is struggling. I mean, those are just things in the last two weeks. I almost would like to say what's next, but I don't want to know what's next. I just want to go to 2021 and hope this one slams the door on its ass. But I'm really afraid we're going to wake up to just another day on the calendar. So I want to be prepared for that. That's why I came in here in December and showed up for you in Thrive. That's why I changed the name of this group to Thrive. Because I don't want you to simply survive. I want you to freaking thrive in 2021. And I think I had to go through everything now to be able to show up. And something shifted in me because even the things in the last two weeks would have shut me down. And there's more, y'all. I am going to go into that drama. Oh, I forgot. My mom went blind. She had a stroke in her optic nerve. That happened. Yeah. Hot mess express. So, but these last two weeks, I have been able to show up. I, yeah, I had to put a live on hold Monday when my daughter had surgery and it took longer. This last Monday before Christmas, which is why nobody got it until Tuesday. I'm so sorry. But we actually had more people on the live on Tuesday than we ever have on Monday. So, hello. But I believe, I believe in you. I believe in what God has gifted me with to share. And I hope that you go through this exercise. Message us message your coaches. We are still here to help you through it. When you get stuck, message us. So I'll share one more. I'm not going to write it all down, but I'm going to verbally share for you how it looks with my family, because I said I was going to serve more than my family or more than just myself, family teams, right? 
So I have my family section and then I have health, harmony, presence, growth, and leadership, my five words. So in health, I'm going to serve my marriage and children by intentionally working towards peak health in mind, body, and soul. I'm going to work out. I'm going to sit with Jesus. I'm going to work on my healthy eating and I'm going to do mental work and emotional regulation. Can you see how beyond myself, I just started making goals that I can believe in and knowing who I have to be to meet them. I didn't say I'm going to work out three times a week. Mm -mm. I didn't say I'm going to eat healthy and have one cheat day. I said, this is who I have to be. That's my goal. That's going to help you achieve those with numbers, right? Harmony. I'm going to serve my marriage and my family and children by modeling a peaceful and calm atmosphere in spirit and activity. Presence. I'm going to serve my marriage and family by showing up to support and be a positive influence in their lives. I'm going to serve my marriage and family by exploring ways to bring us closer together with less division and competition for competitive family leadership. It's my leadership and family. Remember, I'm going to serve my marriage and family by intentionally leading in Christ-like ways. I'm telling you this. You can hold me accountable. Oh, wow. I just put that out there big time. That's a scary thing. (laughs) You can hold me accountable all year. Let's check in with each other. See where we're at. That's a good plan. I just came up with that. So how am I going to do that with my teams and clients? Do you want to know? All right. Stay with me through this. And then we're going to end. Teams. I'm going to serve my teams intentionally by working towards peak mental and physical health. Some of it's the same, right? That's my health. Harmony. I'm going to create an environment that promotes life balance, peace, and unconditional support for the people that work for me. My presence under teams. Showing up and being intentional about knowing their worlds. I want to know them. What are their likes? What are their dislikes? And yes, my team is doing this too. I want to grow with my teams by helping them to grow and reach their personal and professional goals. We're going to set those. Leadership. I want to be a coaching leader but also a good steward of financial health and a data-driven leadership and decision-making. That's a huge shift for me. I hate numbers. But if I'm going to lead my team well, I better know those numbers. I better be a good steward of finances, a good steward of numbers. Because there are so many people counting on me now, that adds pressure. And if I don't know my numbers, I am not, I'm failing them, right? And we got to make decisions based on data. So there's that. How about my clients? My final one. I'm going to serve my clients through the health by intentionally working towards peak mental and physical health. I cannot serve you well if I'm not there. It would be unfair to you. And I refuse to give somebody else my junk. I won't do it. I will not serve you in that manner. That does not mean I'm always going to have a great day. That does not mean I'm always going to do things perfectly. That just means I'm going to be healthy enough that I could serve you without transferring junk to you because that is not okay. I'm going to serve my clients with harmony by teaching them to create an intentional life with balance, purpose, and connection. I am going to serve you, my client, with balance, purpose, and connection. Wouldn't you love to have that? Because in reality, All we're looking for is a balance in life. So it's not constantly chaos and busy. 
We want to know why we're here. What is our life's purpose? And ultimately, the number one thing that changes everything is our relationships and our connections with each other. Three things, balance, purpose, connection. I am going to serve well with that. I am going to also serve my clients, you, by showing up consistently with lessons to help guide them towards an immensely fruitful life. I want to help you build an immensely fruitful life. Doesn't that sound lovely? Somewhat attainable sometimes, but let's do it because I'm working towards it myself. I'm going to serve my clients in growth by providing action-oriented ways so that they can grow and meet their goals and dreams in life, marriage, and business. That's what we did today. You took action. You had something to help you move forward. Get your word. Hit it to me in the message below. What is your word? Tell me all the things. Okay, that wraps up today's episode of the Marriage on Fire podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episode. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest rating and review. You can find all the links and information mentioned in this episode at www.marriagesparks.com. And don't forget to tag me on Instagram at marriagesparks or at the Amy Wine. And let me know what you took away from the episode or what you would love for me to talk about in the future. Thank you for listening and I will see you again here next week. Are you feeling like your marriage is more about going through the routine than the romance? Just the day-to-day drudgery of all the things and the chaos that surround you that you have to do? You're not alone. Hi, I'm Amy Wine, your marriage and family therapist and founder of Thrive Life TV. And we get it. Impact-driven achievers like you deserve a marriage that is just as successful as your business. And your career, your marriage is about more than just staying together. It's about growing together, laughing together, and reigniting the spark that makes you partners in every sense of the word. That is where Thrive Life TV steps in. Join me for exclusive sessions. We're going to tackle real life marriage challenges. From reigniting passion to deepening your emotional connection, we're talking real change, real results. It is time to transform your marriage into a thriving partnership that you both deserve. On Thrive Life TV, you're going to find practical strategies, shared experiences, and that extra push you need. Are you ready to up-level your marriage? Visit thrivelifetv.com. And let's bring the joy and love and yes, the fun back in your marriage. I'll see you inside.